Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Athletic School podcast. Uh, today, uh, it's a guest speaker that we already talked uh, loves. So thanks so much for, for joining me again. Today, it's going to be more as a conversation. We have the, um, talked back and forth about soccer, football, life in general, part of the tribe as well. So we want to talk about our relationship with sports. You have been going through some stuff. I have been going through some stuff. Kind of just you know, putting our, our thoughts and insights out there. Um, so thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me again. Um, yeah. I think we connect very well and uh, think very similarly on many stuff. And yeah, I'm excited to just to just talk about uh, different topics and also yeah, yeah get yeah. more personal as well. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so um, two things that I want to hear from you. Uh, one thing is the, the football side that uh, I know you have been working on a lot. But the other thing for me is I've noticed that you you are not present on social media anymore as much. Uh, you even yeah. mentioned to me that you deleted Instagram for a while and stuff. Uh, so why is that? Yeah, um, now I'm back on Instagram a little bit. Yeah, mm -hmm. but uh, I was actually in the summertime. I was off for like two months, I think. Um, because yeah, social media for me or Instagram, especially, it's uh, like a love-hate relationship. I know mm -hmm. it's an incredible tool and you can connect so well with so many people all over the world. It's also like a tool to show who you are um, so people see what you're about, what you love doing, what your personality is like, and that's way easier to connect with people. And that's how I've connected with so many people. On the other hand, um, sometimes it just like, it annoys me a lot to, to say it like that. I mean, you, you post only your highlights of your life. Um, not all the ups and downs. Also, sometimes I think you get too focused on portraying yourself in some type of way on Instagram. And I think it's also good for the brain to be away from it every now and then. And I just had like an intuition and I love going after my intuition um, that I want to take some time off in the summer and enjoy the summer. And um, yeah, be away yeah. from it. And yeah, now I'm back, but I'm posting like every now and then I'm posting a little bit. Um, yeah, but yeah. for me, social media is, is a great tool, but I love, uh, I love still being in control of it. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. Yeah. And I mean, I, I love what you said because it makes a lot of sense. Um, I mean, we, we connected because of Instagram in a way, I also That's tried, it. but uh, so many other guys, um, I've watched so many uh, reels and the other things that helped me in a way and helped me bring stuff to the athletic school and create different content as well. But at the same time, I feel like uh, it's hard to draw a line to 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 kind of decide where where social media it's helpful for us and where it starts to not being helpful anymore because we kind of lose track of how many time we're just scrolling down there you know and i feel like 
you can kind of create a little bit of the environment that you are in in social media you know by yeah, the people that sure. you follow so and that, meeting people all that you can right yeah and i mean if you're just like watching people dance on tiktok then i think you have a a bigger problem than you know people that are watching motivational reels yeah. you know I, I think about optimizing here for us like yeah so. exactly exactly so i think it's it's tricky um but once we become self-aware we can definitely like uh um kind of like be in control of the situation but i i mean and unfortunately i i work with, uh, not unfortunately but i work with instagram so it's hard for me to delete it but i have deleted in the past and i wanted to to delete it again just because i don't want to be you know a slave of social media in a way yeah but yeah um that's that's interesting and i love what you mentioned um but and and tell me a little bit about football how how is that going with you um i also have some stuff that i that i would like to share um yeah. but last time we talked you were coming back from an injury how is that going yeah so um last time i was coming back from injury i was almost uh, back to the to team training And I had like, as I told you before, for the podcast, yeah, I had a little setback, it was difficult um, to deal with. I trained too much too early again. And yeah, during the time I thought a bit about going to new directions, because that's also what I feel like is very important also for athletes listening. Um, if you get like too concentrated too stuck up with the with the one goal yeah professional here i have to i have to i have to mm, it can be like a blockage a, a barrier oftentimes mm. and that's what i discovered for myself as well it was like a like a white noise in the background of my life all the time um and letting loose so yeah i let loose from the um from absolutely having to become a professional football player and i focus more and more on playing because yeah i started playing because i love to play um and already in the last couple of weeks and months it uh, it freed me up in my mind a lot and yeah i think right now i'm not focused on the professional route if people listening are still like sure they want to become professional i still recommend um, mm -hmm. that some type of letting loose of seeing that as your only option is beneficial um letting go from the outcome but still putting in the action in the action to like to progress is very important and see life like with all that it has not just your sport you're not defined by being an athlete there's a lot to to get out of life and if you see that that also helps you become a better athlete yeah um i agree i agree with you and it, it makes it makes a lot of sense and i think i just realized that in my life um since i came to the us i my head i always like in order to be successful i need to play i need to play as much as i can oh i gotta go division one and i, I need to get drafted So that was yeah. my first thought. Um, I'm not even close to that. But 
I think uh, throughout the process, I realized that performing and performing my best uh, would make me feel successful, you know, and because there's so many different variations why I, I don't play sometimes. And since I, since I got here, uh, not every season I played as much as I think I, I should or, you know, as I wanted to. But just right now, my last year, that's I'm feeling okay uh, not playing because every time I go, I go to training and I'm, as a goalkeeper, I'm saving a lot of balls and, you know, and I'm performing. I still feel good, you know, like I know that the the reason I'm not playing, it's not me. It's like, it's the coach's choice. And, you know, if he, if he wants to choose someone else, that's, that's on him. But at least I'm trying my best and I'm doing what I like to do, you know. Uh, but I had a really, really hard time um, realizing that like, well, if I'm playing as good uh, as in training, why I'm not playing, you know, and then I would, kind of like self-sabotage myself in a way that I would consider myself a failure just because I wouldn't be playing. I wouldn't mm -hmm. be getting minutes, you know. Uh, and then what ended up happening is my performance would start to go down because now I'm not feeling good, you know. And I feel like uh, I've read so many books that, you know, you need to feel good first in order to play good. You don't need to play good in order to feel good. You know, it's not the, the other way mm -hmm. around. So... I think I just realized that. Um, I mean, I'm glad I just real I realized, <laughs> and it's not that late. I wish I could realize way before, but I mean, um, I mean, I'm glad that you know I could I could notice that in my life, and I, I I'm feeling good even though I'm not playing. Um, and I think it's like, I, back then I would think that you know it would be an excuse in a way for me, like oh yeah, no, it's just you know I'm just giving an excuse that I'm not playing, but actually I, I don't think so. Like, I think uh, I actually grown as a person, as a, as an athlete, as a player. And I started realizing that, you know, there are things in life that we can control and there are other things that we, we cannot control, you know? So yeah. I think that that's important. Bro, what you just said, it's, I think this is so valuable. If like the people listening, the athletes li listening, listen to that part again, like two or three times, because <laughs> realizing that what you just said and learning that about yourself, I think this is so valuable because at the end of the day, the only thing, as I said, you can control is that you give your best every time you step onto the field. Mm -hmm. If you can do that, then you have done everything that you can do. Give your freaking best. And yeah, the other thing is difficult to control, but giving your best i mean that that is the ultimate thing then you can uh, be be satisfied with yourself yeah and yeah, yeah then, as you said of course the negative cycle comes yeah thinking ah oh, why i'm not playing and then of course you play worse i mm -hmm. think that's that's so important for athletes to realize as well right yeah and it's crazy because like i think the turning point was like i so I moved to an, a new school, another state. I left a lot of things behind. Um, I'm got, I got to a town that it's not really grateful, but like the school is good, you know, and everything. And then everything was going good. I was about to start. 
you know, but then the coach decided to, to change for, you know, I don't know necessarily his reasons, but then I started talking to my mom and then my mom said, look, maybe it's time for you to self-reflect a little bit, you know, and it's because that has been happening a lot in your life. Um, like not playing as much as I wanted to, even though even people around would say that I was the best and whatever. Um, but then, and then my mom said, well, maybe we, you know, we need to, you know, find something because maybe it's something that it's, it's a thought in your head that you're thinking that it's, you know, it's kind of like self-sabotaging yourself and, you know, it's kind of holding you back in a way. But then, uh, we got to, it was a game day and then I was, I was going to play and then my mom was going to watch from, from back home. And then she, and then I didn't play like less less minute the coach changed his mind um and then my mom texted me after the game and she said look i don't think it's you i think you it's just you know it's just how life is you need to learn from that and you just gotta keep doing it uh that's not something you can control you know it's just you know yeah. it's just life trying to teach you something else um and then when my mom said that i was like a hundred percent like look i cannot control what the coach is choose to do you know i can only control my performance so like uh, let me stop worrying about what he's thinking and his reasons behind it and like let me just yeah. do myself you know and i think that that was the kind of like the, the turning point for me yeah you have a cool mom i have to say that you can like that she understands the things like this and you can talk with her like that um yeah i could say this same thing about my mom very grateful mm -hmm. like have a person that understands you so well that you can have these talks with. I think that's mm -hmm. so valuable. Yeah. Your family. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. And to be honest, I have a hard time talking to people um, about those things. Uh, do, you, do you feel well, like that? Do you feel, do you feel, do you have a hard time talking to, to other people about some struggles in your life? Mm, I think it's getting better. Um, mm -hmm. definitely I am more of the person who used to think like I have to do things myself, mm -hmm. like things to improve things in my life. It is my own, um, responsibility. I fully believe that only I can be the star to, to, uh, to change things it might not be my fault that I'm in this or that situation, but it's my responsibility to get out of it, but mm -hmm. I don't have to do it myself. I have to start it myself, but I, um, yeah, I started learning that. And I think the first time when I got into a uh, tribe, got into working with mentors, that's where I realized like so many people can help me on my journey. And that's where I changed a little bit, uh, become, got more open. Um, but I, I don't have many people that, that I'm so open with. It's like my mom. I think my two best friends and maybe my sports mental coach. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. Um, but I think that's also enough. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is really important to have these people. And yeah, as you said, you have difficulties. I think with your mom, you said you talk a little bit about that, but do you have these people or why is it difficult for you to talk about this? I, I think I have almost like the same mindset that like I needed to do stuff by myself. And I feel like, looking from 
kind of like the outside, I would, I would think that I would sound as, as a loser talking about my struggles. That's why I kind of like, uh, like, you know what, let me just figure out myself. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to sound like I'm giving excuses because I mean, we, we are the only ones that really knows like what happens in your lives and how we feel yeah. about, it, you know, and I try to be self-aware. I try not to be biased towards myself. You know, I try to, you know, look at all the variations and all the different points of view, but it's difficult you know, sometimes you get in your head. Yeah. You need someone uh, from the outside to who knows you. And only if you have been open with that person, the person can really know you and, and help you in that situation. Yeah, no, uh, 100%. Um, and, you know, something that changed my mind a little bit was the book, The Happiness Advantage that I, I oh, mentioned. Oh, yeah. You recently group. mentioned that, right? Yeah. 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 Because cool. um, I think one of the biggest things for me was like uh, seeing the positive, you know, and there's an exercise that he mentions that we should always um, – sit down and think about three things that we are thankful or grateful for in the day. And I think we, we start training our brain um, to see the positive things in, uh, that happens in our lives. Um, and then it becomes easier and easier, you know, to see yeah. the, the good things and not the negative. Because the negative is like like that. Everything it's you can our see. Our brain is wired like that. Right. Like for, by society, I don't know if it's by birth as well, but if you have like a stream of your subconscious mind and then you would have like someone who picks out like your brain picks out the thoughts most of the time it's automatically negative yeah yeah but there is they're equally positive negative or neutral thoughts it just depends on what you you pick into your conscious mind and yeah like this you train it yeah um and then Yeah, one one of the things that the guy in the book mentions is like uh, how you should have people to support you, you know. And and even in that exercise, if you do with other people, uh, like uh, you know, if we decide to every day we're gonna say three things we are grateful for to each other, um, that that makes it more valuable. It makes more powerful, you know. Mm. And then that's when I started to change my mind. Like, well, maybe I should start opening up a little bit more and like uh, talking to people. And say, look. I need help. Like it's, you know, it's yeah. not necessarily like, Oh my God, I'm struggling that hard, but like uh, just, you know, talking to someone, it's helpful already. So who doesn't need someone to talk to and figure out stuff? I mean, everybody, yeah. but if you're talking yeah. about it now, tell me one thing you're grateful for now and then I'll do it. So, uh, you know, every time when I go to bed, I try to look at my day and, you know, and, and think of things, but, um, I'm really grateful that we can have this talk because I think yeah. um, that it's just like sometimes doing podcasts, it blows my mind, you know, like how how I can talk to someone like that. Um, I have been in many, many environments that if if I if I talk to people like that, like in the same conversation, they would be like, what? You know, yeah. well, so it, it's it, I'm happy that I have someone that I can talk to about those things and they, they understand what I'm saying, you know, and you have kind of like the same inside and it's almost like creating a mastermind, you know? So I think that's definitely something that, that I'm grateful for. What about yes, you? Thing to be grateful for. Yeah, for sure. Um, one thing to add to that, I mean, I'm just grateful for the opportunity that 
we can connect so easily through mm -hmm. like the technology all yeah. over the world and make the thing that you just described possible. I mean, back then we would have, I would have had to fly out to, to the US <laughs> so we can have this chat, but yeah. uh, now all this is possible and yeah, very grateful for that. Yeah, Just that's one. that's crazy because like, uh, you know, I, I'm from Brazil, I speak Portuguese, you're from Germany, you speak German, and then yeah. I'm in the US and we're speaking English to each other and we met from, you know, something totally different from different guys and I mean, that's that's just crazy to me and I I mean, it's it blows my mind, but I think that's, I love that to be honest. Um, yeah. Um, One of the things that I have been thinking to myself a lot it's it's about performance you know and, and trying to to improve my performance and i want to kind of bring these up a little bit and see what you what you have to to say about it um the last like over the summer i started like training a little bit different uh, mm -hmm. working more on biomechanics and stuff like that um and then i started seeing myself performing better um not not only because of that but because i also took um some days off um and then you know like i feel like my body's like uh when i go to the field because when i go to the field i gotta perform you know like in order for me to play on saturday i need to perform during the week and i don't have the <laughs> unfortunately i cannot just sit back and like work super hard during the week and and not save as many balls and then Hopefully on Saturday he will play me and then I'll be ready for it. You know, I I do believe that you need to do as much as you can in order to become better. You know, like if I'm doing like a, if I'm playing soccer, if I'm getting a hundred touches a day uh, in, a, in a period of one week, you know, I'm going to get better uh, faster than someone that is not doing as much. But at yeah. the same time, like uh, um, I need to step back and kind of like, rest a little bit so my leg can can be able to do so i can let my leg be able to do the things the, the passes that i wanted to do you and know? your mind as well your mind has also has exactly. to rest exactly um so I, i've seen myself getting better because i'm taking some days off and letting mm -hmm. my body rest you know and i it's hard for me sometimes because like i want to go to the gym again because mm -hmm. i you know because i like i want i want to win and i want to win faster and tomorrow but you know, sometimes I need to stay in bed a little more, get an extra hour of sleep, and and not do something that involves my body. You know, um, what what are some things that what do you think about it, and what are some things that you feel like it helps you in terms of performing, not necessarily in sports, but you know, in life in general. Yeah, it's all connected, anyways. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, very interesting that you thought about uh, said it like that. Mm. I always used to think it was very interesting that when I was putting in all the work all the week, I did like training twice a day and then I did tactical analysis here and there, everything perfect. And then like my teammate who only played video games, ate like shit and uh, slept like six hours, played all, uh, five times better than me on the weekend. I was like, the fuck just... Uh, just happened now can that be and i don't think how he does it uh, is the best way i think but also how i did it wasn't the best way either what i learned more and more is 
And that comes by training self-awareness and listening to your body more and more, getting to know yourself as a person more and more, talking with other people, reflecting, is to listen to your body and know what your body needs at every um, point of the day of the week. Like, after a while, you know, okay, today I need this type of food. Maybe it's even the day before the match and you feel like, okay, it is a burger like a good burger that I need. I don't know. Um, or I need to, um, in the evening, I need to hang out with some friends. I won't go to bed, like get the basics, right? Like sleep eight uh, hours at least or whatever. But some stuff is like open to, it's, it's like flexible. You can, you can see what your body needs. And as long as I have like the basics, like I have some things that I say, these 20% I will do during the week, no matter what, because these 20% are things that give me the most output. Maybe it's a specific um, thing that I do in the gym or a specific ball work touches that I get. I get these at least done um, because then I know, okay, I have I have the most important thing to, to progress. Um, but then the rest, I listen to my, I try to listen more and more to my body to my mind to see what it needs maybe this week okay i really feel like i want to train twice a week a uh, day um but on the, maybe some other days i i'm just hanging out with with friends enjoying life um and yeah that yeah, has um, and yeah so you, you mentioned something that it's crazy because when i look back you talk about you know a guy that would play video game and he would play better than you uh, when I look back and I look at kind of like my career here in the U.S., a lot of the times the guys that weren't playing, the, the guys that were playing above me, they were guys that would eat bad, they would smoke weed, they would drink, they wouldn't sleep and all those things, but they would still play. And I mean, I do believe that it's a lot of reasons. You know, I think it's life teaching me a lesson. I do think yeah. that you know it's like a it's a it's a test for me, um, and I think over time I'm gonna you know do better than them in a way. Uh, but I do also think that something that you mentioned, like uh, because I was you know maybe they were making saves that that I wasn't because they were kind of like uh, they were arrested in a way more than I was. You know, yeah. mind was arrested and that ties in with the thing that I said in the beginning, like if you, if that is not the only thing, like only think about uh, the, like coming professional and all the things that you have to do. Like yeah. if you're stuck in that, then that transfers over to your performance. If you, mm -hmm. And the thing that these guys had is they let loose a little bit. They have other aspects of life. I think in the long term, um, we'll be way more successful because we focus on, improving ourselves so much and we don't indulge in all these unhealthy things but as you said i think it has a reason that like life life made it that way it's like a lesson to be learned for us and uh, mm -hmm. to let loose a little bit yeah no that uh, it's it makes makes a lot of sense yeah like i was putting so much pressure in terms of like i gotta perform i need to perform the I kind of like, uh, it, 
it just I was just making myself um, not play as better as best as I could. But yeah, um, makes a lot of sense. Um, what are some some books you have been reading? Uh, I love talking about books and podcasts. Yeah. I think that I think one of my missions here it's like change the way that some athletes uh, think, you know, and kind of challenge them in a way, you know, you know, like I, I mean, the mission of the athletic school is challenging athletes um, to become a better version of themselves, you know, and see the mm -hmm. the world in a different view. Um, and I think that involves like reading because a lot of athletes they don't read, uh, they don't they don't learn anything about emotional intelligence or anything like that. They don't study philosophy. And I think philosophy helps you um, kind of like discovering who you are and things like that. Um, so what are some, some books that you have been reading some of the insights that you had from books um, and some books that you would recommend to people? Yeah. So one book I've been rereading, I've actually read it. I think, one and a half years ago is The New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. He is the one who wrote Power of Now. I think you know that. Mm -hmm. But The New Earth is like, um, it's similar to Power of Now, but I think it's more practical. And I think uh, the topics are like, uh, it's better to understand and to mm -hmm. adapt to your own life. And it's a lot about um, discovering the present moment for yourself mm -hmm. and how to master like being in the present um, in the flow how you interact with other human beings um, I think that's like a huge that's a very important thing mm -hmm. and that I would definitely recommend it. this is one book that changed so much for me mm -hmm. and that's like most recent one what is another book i've read mm. recently i don't know i've just started i i can't say if it's like an amazing book yet but five people have recommended it to me mm -hmm. and said like this is so amazing this book will change your life and i've read three chapters it's called celestine prophecy um so yeah, as of now, I think it's very interesting. Also, talks mm -hmm. a lot about like consciousness in uh, society. As you see, that's something that interests me a lot. I yeah. think that's very, very uh, important. Um, yeah, so look it up. Mm -hmm. um, many people have recommended it to me, so people who are listening. Maybe that's something for you as well. Yeah, yeah. And consciousness is like consciousness for me. Consciousness, then connection slash network and skills those are like the three main things for me right now because that's like something nobody can take from you the skills that you develop they always stay with you what is in your brain what you can do um, the connections you form the relationships deep relationships i think is so important mm -hmm. and then like developing a developing your consciousness always i think those are the three main pillars mm -hmm. I agree. That's that's awesome. Um, yeah, a few books that I have been reading that I read actually. I just started the Kabbalion. Um, such a complex book. Um, I don't know if it's because of my English, but that's so complex. But I like scientific words as well. Know that. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's I don't know. It's 
it's just the idea it's like uh it's pretty like a none of the ideas is practical you know it's like it doesn't tell you what to do it just gives you a like a sentence and then you got to decide what it is you know but that are what that are about exactly so there's seven principles of the hermetic um I think it's the Hermetic philosophy. Um, and then one of the the principles like life is mental, um, the principle of proportion. There's several uh, principles and I won't remember all of them, but they are extremely important. It's like about the world, you know, like, um, and I mean, I, I love it. And I think it's really, it, it makes us think a lot about ourselves. And it has a lot of knowledge in there and a lot of wisdom. Um, but it does take me a, a little bit to, to understand. It's a pretty short book. And that's the thing. Like, it's it's complex, but because it's short, and I feel like it, it makes you think a lot. You know, it almost, like, give a good headache. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, the Happiness Advantage. I, I love that book. Yes. And I recommend it to yeah, it it, cha it changed the way that I, I was thinking, uh, because for me I was always thinking like uh, that I I shouldn't look for happiness, I should look for fulfillment, and I still think that. But with the book, I, I've seen that like uh, fulfillment, fulfillment and happiness they are connected. They're almost like the same thing, you know. Yeah. And one of the 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 ways that the guy described happiness, it's like uh, um, when you are when you are in a path trying to become the best version of yourself and you're trying to reach your goals, um, that's happiness, you know? So it's like, a, yeah. it's, a, it's a feeling of fulfillment that you feel every day. Um, it's not always I, these moments of joy, like when you score yeah. a goal, that's also happiness. That's, but basic happiness, like sometimes you don't think it's happiness, but uh, it's yeah, part of that. Life cannot always be on the level as like the happiness that you feel when you score a goal. Then after a while, be it will be boring. It's like with all its up up and downs. Yeah. But as you said, that's yeah, it. no, exactly, yeah. And I mean, he has other seven principles in the book as well. And I want to make a video about it. But yeah, that changes the way that I think. In another book that I really liked, it, it's "Be Obsessed or Be Average" by Grant Cardone. Um, mm. He goes like extremely deep in being obsessed, but I think if you if you have values and principles and you can think to for yourself, I think it, it's an extremely helpful book, you know, because um, he says that we all have obsessions and then we need to to learn from those obsessions, you know, and how to turn these obsessions to good things. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, I, I really love the, like, be obsessed or be average. And it's like, it is what it is, you know, like, you have two choices, be obsessed or be average. And, yes. and I, yeah, um, I think it's extreme for some people, but I just think it's extreme for some people because they don't really understand the, the, the concept of being obsessed. And I think like what we're doing here, we are being obsessed and not necessarily being obsessed of becoming a professional soccer player, but being obsessed of becoming a better version of ourselves of, you know, um, uh, reaching financial freedom, you know, and performing our best on the field, off the field. I think that's that's kind of the obsession that, that I, I think for myself. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely a book that I also recommend. Yeah, um, definitely. And one thing I just want to point out again, what you said, what's very important is think for yourself, like with all the books that also we recommend and everything like the, if you read a book, you don't have to agree with hundred percent of that. And it doesn't have to reflect everything that you feel is right. But if you get some parts out of every book or you reflect it by yourself, you think critically, you think, how does that fit to me? Then that's how you have to do it. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. Um, well, let's thank so much for joining me one more time. Um, yes. 30, 36 minutes that yes, we'll change you. <laughs> yeah. that's when you're in the flow and you're obsessed about talking uh, about different stuff about your passions yeah yeah no. yeah i i love that so many different sites and i feel like my the quality of my day increased so much when i record a podcast because just because of those, those subjects that we that we just yeah. talked so i really appreciate you coming um coming down again and talking to me and taking the time even though we are in so different time frames and time zones uh but i i really appreciate that and yeah thanks so much i hope uh we will keep in touch of course um i love to see i would love to do another one you know in the future and see how things Maybe are going person well. sometime <laughs> why not why not yeah i would I'd love to go to germany yes or europe europe is is not as big yeah 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 but well thank you so much i really appreciate that yeah it was a blast thanks for having me